Good morning. Today's morning briefing is called A Message from Heaven. Yesterday, I took my daughter's van to the car wash and sat outside on a bench in the muggy weather. Since the inside sitting area was closed, after a few minutes, I was joined by another patron at the other end of the bench. Social distancing. Check. Hey, did that guy just cut in front of you? He turned toward me. He did indeed, I answered. Oh, well, he said, it is kind of a strange time. That was the opening I needed. Are you concerned? I asked him. Of course, referring to our world turned upside down with this virus situation. Noting his work uniform, which seemed to identify him as some sort of maintenance man. Yes, but no, not really, he said. I tell you this, it was rather surreal flying across country to get here. Explaining that I came to see my daughter and four very young grandchildren. Also wanting to help her in a tough time. I showed him the pictures of Raleigh-Durham Airport. Really? They were eerie. Eerily empty. And when I flew through Baltimore, there were more crew than passengers. Baltimore? That's where I'm from, he said. But I'm glad to be here now. My wife and me lived in the inner city, and it wasn't safe. Crime everybody out for themselves. So you like it here in North Carolina? I asked. He smiled broadly. Oh yes, I love it. Good schools for my kids. How many kids do you have? Well, I have two boys, 11 and 12 years old, but he hesitated, looked away. Then I have my grandchildren too two and three years old. Oh my goodness, that must be tough, I said. Once again, he seemed to hesitate, and then, yeah, well, my daughter was murdered last year, right after I moved here. I saw social distancing exit stage left as I moved over and put my hand on his shoulder. Oh, man, I'm so sorry for your loss, so sorry for your pain. Here we were, so different in so many ways. The obvious ones right out of the gate, starting with black and white, younger and older, East Coast and very California. I asked if I could pray for him, and once he nodded, I grabbed his hands. Yes, both of them and asked God for comfort for his very real, very raw pain, supernatural peace in his grieving heartache, for his provision and more. Seriously, could I have any thought toward coronavirus compared to what my new friend is trying to manage? It was an instant reality check. As I drove away, I thought, I've got to send out the words of God.
My new friend needs them as never before, and surely the words of God will speak to others too. As an aside, I personally think that instead of calling the Bible the Word of God, we should call the Bible the words of God, because we would then remember that the scripture is God talking to us. It is the very words of God, you know? Opening on my Bible, I can't think of anyone's words that carry any more weight than our Lord's thoughts toward us. Jesus delivered these words up around the northern shore of the beautiful Sea of Galilee, and I can picture that beautiful hillside where I have stood so easily in my mind's eye. Matthew recorded Jesus' words in what we refer to as Matthew chapter 6, starting verse 25. And I invite you, as you listen, to put your own name in the blanks. That is why I tell you, Jesus said, Lisa, not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food, Jeff? And your body more than clothing, Terry? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more value to, valuable to him than they are, dear William? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life, Cindy? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you, J. Michael. Why do you have so little faith, John? So don't worry about these things, Dylan, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows your needs, Joe. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, Megan, and live righteously, Bruce, and he will give you everything you need, Jessica. So don't worry about tomorrow, Eric, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today, Bill. Jesus makes it clear in these few words that we are not to worry. Why? God's got this. As for heartache like my car wash friend is experiencing, this I know. God has collected every one of our tears in a bottle. Psalm 56, verse 8. It is true that not a one of our tears falls to the ground that our tender God does not see. His message from heaven to you today, I see. Do not worry, 
Trust me. I am good. In fact, I love you. This is not the end of the story. Repeat. Repeat.